Good morning. Amen, amen. I hope that you are warm wherever you are. I know it's cold all over the country on this morning, but I hope that you are nice and warm wherever you are. I don't know about you, but I'm nice and warm in my soul. I'm nice and warm to know that God has made us, as He has made us, and not we ourselves. And for that, we're grateful, grateful, grateful to Him for whom all blessings Without any other further ado, we're going to get right into our, um, not our Bible study, we're going to get right into our praise and worship on this morning with Sister Dominique. Sister Dominique, um, the floor is yours. Good morning, St. Palaces. It's another blessed opportunity to worship and praise the true and a living God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord with me. 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 Bless the Lord with me.
just want to praise you forever and ever and ever for all you've done for me. Blessings and glory and honor, they all belong to you. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing me. We give God all the glory, all the honor, all the praise.
it all today. He said, serve me, serve me with your life now. He wants it all today. Bow down, let go of your idols. He wants it all today. He wants it all today. He wants it all today. So give it all. God says, love me. Love me with your whole heart. He wants it all today. Serve me. Serve me with your life.
surrender you surrender to him this morning that you surrender that God is good and you just surrender hallelujah 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 all praise his name this morning give his name some praise give his name some honor give his name some praise hallelujah 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 if you have if you clothed in your right mind on this morning, you should give your name, his name, all honor, 
in the praise voice. He is in his alone for God is so good to us. And he's been better than good. He's been wonderful. He's been kind. Friend, I pray for how many this morning to be alive. How many are just grateful this morning to know that without him, you'll be nothing. You'll be that ship without a sail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give his name praise this morning. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Give his name glory this morning. Give his name honor this morning. For he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. This is your moment. This is your time. Moment to give him the glory. Hallelujah. If we're in a corporate setting and a corporate amen. On this morning, for God is just good to us. You know, it could have been we could have been talking about your funeral plans on this week. We could be talking about things that have happened to you, but nonetheless, talking about His goodness and His mercy that He's shown you, about His grace that He's shown you. We're talking about His kindness that He's shown you, about His love that He's shown you on this morning. And I'm for one am grateful because it could have been another way, but He didn't allow it. Amen. His arms all around you this morning. And love on you for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He holds today and tomorrow in his hand. For the Bible says he's the Alpha and he's the Omega. He's the beginning, he's the end, first and he's last. Amen. And we are grateful, grateful for the spirit of gratitude on this morning. That know that it could be worse. Amen. That this is bad, but it could be worse. Amen. And I, for one, am encouraged. I am encouraged. As I surrender it all to him, amen, as Paul would say, that I am a slave to Christ, and I just live it on this shelf. I lay it all down at his feet, for I know that I have what he desires me to have. I go where he desires me to go, and I learn what he desires me to learn, amen. And I'm telling you all this morning, brothers and sisters, that we are to lay it at his feet on this morning. I don't care what you brought with you, where you brought it from, what you've been dealing with, what 2024 has gotten off to a tremendous start for you over 2024 like it's gotten off to a bad start but i'm here to tell you today that we serve a god who's able to turn it around he said late in the midnight hour that our god it will work in your favor and Paul and Silas were praying and the doors suddenly shook that God is able to change your situation in the blink of an eye but some of these things he's allowed to come on us to make us strong amen and as we strengthen ourselves and as we go forward on this morning let us pray Lord Jesus that Lord that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be what faithful and seen in their sight oh God Lord and I thank you Lord, we love you, Lord, and we praise you, Lord. I ask that you watch them and keep every member of the Safe House Church on this day, oh God. Lord, thank you for our ministry of music, oh God. I ask that you continue to watch them and keep her, Lord Jesus, where she is, oh God. Lord, you love on your people, oh God. Here and there, there and everywhere, oh God. Lord, touch each and every one. Lord, you know each one of us, oh God. You know all of us have a cross that we're carrying. All of us have something that we're dealing with, Lord. I ask that you touch them, oh God. Make way for them, oh God. Love on them, Lord, like only you can, Lord. For we honor you in this place and in this place. Lord, for you are our God, that you are our King, that you are that you all seen and you all knowing, and we honor you, Lord, today. We thank you for life, 
up their strength, oh God, Lord. We thank you for those who were, Lord, that gone on, oh God, Lord, and we just love on you, Lord. Lord, I ask that you touch my friend Frankie Smith on this morning, oh God. Lord, Jesus that lost his wife, Lord, Jesus, I ask that you touch him right now from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, oh God. Lord, you know him, oh God. You ordained, Lord, Jesus, for me to be there in that very moment, oh God, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, Jesus, for expansion. Lord, I thank you for growth, oh God. I ask that you watch him and you keep his family, oh God. And others, oh God, who lost loved ones on this week, oh God. I ask that you put your arms all around them, oh God. Love on them, Lord, like only you can. Strengthen them, oh God, like only you can. Bless them, oh God, to go where you call them to go, to say what you call them today, to do what you call them to do, and to pray how you call us to pray, Lord. And we forever give your name the honor and the glory, the glory and the power, Lord, for it's yours and yours alone. And we ask you to do all these things to others in the powerful name of Jesus, for we know this one thing, and we know this thing to do, that we walk by faith and not by Good morning, brothers and sisters of the Most High God, for God is good and he's worthy to be praised. Amen. We're thanking God for Sister Dominique and that tremendous um, worship service that she gave us on this morning. Amen. Despite all that's going on all around us, amen. I know where she is, the, the weather is sub-temperature, amen, and she was able to get things going despite things that may have been going Lord, contrary to how she would like them to go, amen. But God um, is good, and the Bible says that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, and we just thankful for her pressing her way. I thank you for you pressing your way, amen. You could have been anywhere else, but you decided to be here with us on this morning, and I believe there is a word from the Lord on today to share with you on this morning. I know many of you have been through so many different things on this week in the past week. Stuff has come and the Bible said that these things will come, amen, but they not, will not overtake us, amen. And I'm just grateful to know that we're able to walk in this space and talk in this space and go and do what God has called us to do and say what he's called us to say and live how he's called us to live. I am, for one, am grateful, amen. It doesn't mean that everything in my life is rosy and cream. It doesn't mean that every I dotted every I and I crossed every T. But when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, thank God for saving me. How many of you are just grateful to be saved on this morning? How many of you are just grateful to know that God is and that he will be and he will continue to be. Amen. I look around our world. We, the Bible says in the last days there will be war and rumor of war. And I don't know about you, but I look around our country, maybe on the break of another another significant war. And, you know, there's things, unrest, <clears throat> continue unrest there in the Middle East. We have the politics in our own country. And it seems like our leaders don't even lead anymore. Amen. And those who um, we have entrusted in, amen, even some of our religious leaders and things like that, that same ilk that I fall into, it seems like everything has been going. This is why we tell you all the time, brothers and sisters, despite what I do, despite who I am, amen, I do my very best to upload and live as a person of integrity, amen, but even if I fall, amen, you gotta know God for yourself, amen. I know I'm telling you the truth, amen. It's the undolorated truth, even if I don't follow it, amen. And I'm doing my very best to follow it, amen, because I don't want to preach you into heaven and watch you go into heaven, and I don't make it. Why? Because I didn't live what I preach, amen. But I'm here to tell you today that where our focus is on him, amen, you follow me as I follow Christ, amen. And we go where he calls us to go, and we do what he's called us to do, amen, as we walk into this year of what deep investment amen deeply invested so this is the year of deeply investing i got a new 
thing up, amen, I got tweaked it just a little bit more, but deeply invested, deeply invested is what God has called us to be this year, and I know it's tough to be invested when you see everything and all things around you seem like they're falling apart. It's tough to invest when the time is going. I mean, it seems like the times are tough. This is the time that most people want to button down the hatch. This is the time that most people want to start to pull things, and I'm telling you to do more. This is the time when you feel like you don't have any more, and I'm telling you to do more. I remember when I had a trainer, and I was weight um, lifting for power lifting, amen. He would tell me and, and often push me in the time that it was the time that I was the tiredest. The time that I feel like I couldn't move on anymore. The time that I feel like I couldn't push that weight up anymore. That was the time he pushed me to do more. Amen. We were exercising to what we call fatigue and to the point that the muscle just wouldn't seem like it wouldn't fire anymore. That just wasn't any more strength in that muscle. But what I find is when you get to that point of fatigue, amen, if you can push that extra rep out, amen, it's hurting. It's not going to feel good. The muscle feels fatigue. It's shaking. It's doing all kinds of things to tell you stop injuring me. It's telling you all kinds of things to stop doing bad behavior to me, amen. But if you can find the energy, if you can find the strength and you can find, and more importantly, the courage to push on beyond that, then you find in time as the body recovers that you get significant um, dividends, significant um, growth, amen, and significant return on that investment in the form of that you're getting stronger. And our lives are very much the same way that God is calling us to put in what more time and more effort. Amen. I don't know about you, but I talked about on last week about us meditating. For the first time in my life, I spent, I think, out of the five, six days, I think I got to meditate four times. Game changer. Amen. And that, you know, we prayed. Amen. We prayed in the morning, but then just to sit here. And I don't think I went to sleep not one time, amen. It's powerful just to sit here with your own thoughts. To sit here and say, okay, God, what is it that you have me to do? And I don't know about you, but I walked away with a clear addiction on this week. I walked away with a clear focus, amen. I like to believe that I got more done this week, amen, um, from my own paper. You know, so just as we continue to walk and, and talk and go in that space, and this is what, you know, we invest in more. So we pray. We've been praying for years for these 30 uh, 30 to 40 minutes, amen. Now I'm saying, okay, let's add 10 minutes of meditation in it. Let God speak back to us. We've done so much talking. When did we let him talk to us? Oh, come on, somebody. We've done so much talking, yet we've given him very little, almost no time to talk to us. It's in that still small voice that he talks to us. It's that time when we are doing whatever we think we're doing and we're going on. And that's the time that he stops and what he talks back to us. He has things to say to us. And what he wants to say to us, then we what he we need to be in place to be able to listen what he has to say. But the spirit is always speaking, amen. But the problem is we're not always listening. Oh, come on, somebody. Did y'all hear that? The spirit is always speaking, but the problem is we are not always listening. So I want to put myself in a position that I can listen to the spirit, amen. But the spirit gives what it gives instruction, it gives insight, it gives light. It tells us what to do and not to do. It speaks on his behalf, amen. And I am grateful to him from whom all blessings flow. How many are just grateful this morning? Um, last week, we were able to meet in the in-person space, amen. And that was a tremendous time. And then we finished up in Bible study. We finished up the book of Ecclesiastes, amen. And I believe that we're moving towards Exodus. So this week, we will be starting in the book of Exodus. And I don't know about you. I know some of you maybe have never read the Bible from cover to cover, amen. 
But what we're doing is not even reading it just from cover to cover, but we're also studying it. Amen. So we're taking our time. And as we go from place to place that we find ourselves as we read this, that we also reading it, not only reading it, but we're digesting it and studying and asking um, good questions of the text, asking good questions of the data that is presented before us. So in particular, we when we do Bible study, we work off this, we work off context, um, context and revelation. Content is that what the Bible is, the content we believe it to be the infallible word of God. Then the context is what's going on, what's the situation, what's the circumstance around things. And then the spirit gives the revelation, amen. What he tells me for me may not be for um, you, amen, and vice versa. This is why it's important, brothers and sisters, that you have his spirit. Because in his spirit, he will move. In his spirit, he will talk to you. In his spirit, he'll walk with you. In his spirit, he'll tell you what you need to do to shape up. Oh, come on, somebody. He'll tell you what you need to do to, to get yourself in order, amen, for the Bible tells you to save yourself from this underworld generation, amen, for we know this generation is gone in a place and in a situation and, and to a place that none of us know where it's going to go. But here it is. I don't know where it's going to go, but I know how it's going to end. I don't know where it's going to go in the meanwhile, but I know how it's going to end. It's going to end with our victory is going to end with things working in our favor. I know it's they winning right now. And in fact, they are winning. The enemy is winning. But you know what? Here it is that the game is not over. It's not over until God says it's over. Even if the game is over, God has the ability to add more time to the clock. You know, we talked about in the Bible, there was one battle that was fighting. I can't remember who it was, but it said that they prayed and said, Lord, we need more daylight to win this battle. And said that the time stood still. Oh, come on, somebody. That time stood still to allow them to finish that battle. And I believe God is able to do any above and all. You know, the Bible tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. And I'm finding that even more and more every single day because you and I, we don't know what's going to happen. Hey, man, I've been in an area that's been tornadoes all around. Around me, but God has kept me. I've been in the area now that the weather's eight, nine degrees, but God has kept me. And it seemed like when everybody else is losing theirs about them, when it seemed like everybody else is going down, God continues to lift us up. Hallelujah. Why? So that we can be the standard. It's not about me. It's not about you. Amen. But it's about the one who lives through us. Amen. And we're grateful for that. I don't think we have any birthdays or anybody we're missing on this week. Amen. And we're just so grateful to all of you being here in the house on this morning please continue to share our broadcast amen so that it expand to others we have some opportunities coming up well our um we have a number of you all know we've been doing this broadcast now for a while and um so we have a quite the archive of videos and previous services amen and um we're at a point now that um i'm not gonna say we hit syndication but <laughs> We have the opportunity that um, these services now can be put on a, um, we're looking at the possibility of going to Roku. Amen. We've been extended an invitation to now um, have a Roku channel um, with our services 24-7. Oh, come on, somebody, y'all. God is doing it. 2024, he said, don't despise the day of small beginnings. Amen. Because you don't know who is watching. God has shown me this time and time again, even my time here in Alabama, you know, as people get to know me and I get to know them and I find out they've been watching, amen, that God is touching and God is moving on folks' hearts and all these things. So um, Safe House Church soon, we're going to, um, we're moving towards, hopefully if everything works out and we double check everything, that we will have our own Roku channel, amen, and you'll be able to go in there and click 
and watch the Word of God. I don't know how many of you have Roku or the Roku app and all that stuff, but you'll be able to look for that SH logo and it'll be the Safe House Church. You'll be able to click on there and watch a live stream video um, service in progress that will you know, continually go on, amen, and then you'll have a whole thing, almost like a YouTube type thing of this, all these videos from previous times, amen. And we're grateful um, that we were able to record every single service we do. Every time we come on to you in this format, we are able to record that. And, um, you know, of course, there's some fees and things associated with that. But praise God, we're moving forward. Amen. We talked about this, what, the year, what, deeply invested. So if we don't invest in us, who else is going to invest in us? And now we have a significant opportunity to invest in this ministry, amen, to move forward to the next level. And we're going to do that depending that everything is in order. Amen? Amen, amen. Um, we're not going to keep you long on this morning, but there is a word from the Lord on today. Amen. I have so many things that just happened this week, um, a lot that I want to share, but it's not time. It's not time. But I will share them with you because God is amazing. You never know what God is going to do, how he's going to use you, and who he's going to use you with. I say that again. You never know what God's going to use you to do, how he's going to use you to do it, and who he's going to use you to do it with. I had a, um, a, a two experiences this week that were just, in my in my mind, that were beyond me. And some things happened and some stuff happened. And, I mean, literally life-changing events. Amen. And there I was in the midst finding myself, Lord, what am I to do? And all I was saying, Lord, just let me be a vessel. I don't know what to say. I've never been in this situation before. I've never been in this circumstance before. I barely know the people and all this stuff. But God said, because they're mine, I know them and you know me. So therefore, I will give you what to say. And sometimes it's not saying anything. It's just being physically present. Sometimes it's not disclosing anything. It's just your presence to know that I'm there with another believer. That I know that I'm there with somebody who is a lover of my soul. They'll know I'm there with a brother or sister or I'm a friend and not a foe in a time of vulnerability. Because so many of us that we go through things and we're around people and people are cheering our name and they're shouting for us. Amen. And we don't know if we can trust anybody who's shouting our name. We don't know if we're in a place that we can trust anybody with our vulnerabilities and the times that we find ourselves the most vulnerable. What do we do? And I'm here to tell you today, brothers and sisters, that God will put you in a place that he will use you. And all you got to do is be willing to be used and know that it's not about you. Some of these things and things that I've gone through, is that they've been scary and I didn't know what to do. But I knew who did know what to do. And we're going to talk about that on today. We're going to talk a little bit about that on today. Would you turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Judges? Judges, judges, judges. So we know then, you know, there's a time of kings and then there was not a time of kings. There was a time of judges. I think the judges actually came before the kings because they got tired of judges and they wanted kings. But let's go to the book of Judges. In particular, I want to go to Judges, the seventh chapter. Judges, the seventh chapter. So we can get that on the screen for you without too much fanfare. There we go. Judges, the seventh chapter. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. So we're going to go to Judges, the seventh chapter. I have a little bit to read. And we're going to start at verse number, I mean, chapter number seven. I want to start at verse number two. 
Um, I want to share this chapter number seven. I want to start at first number two. Let's see if I can get it to um, cooperate here the way I would hope. And um, let's see. All right. Okay. Judges, um, the second chapter, I mean, seventh chapter, we want to start at verse number two, two through nine. It says this. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Mennonites into their hands, lest Israel vault themselves against me, saying, My own hand hath saved me. Now, therefore, go to proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead. And then return of the people twenty and two thousand, and there remaineth ten thousand. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on and he says, And the Lord said unto Gideon yet again, The people are yet too many. Bring them down into the water, and I will try them to, for thee. And it shall be that of those whom I say unto thee, This shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee. And whatsoever I say unto thee, Thou shalt not go with thee, then the same shall not go. So he brought down the people into the water, and the Lord said unto Gideon, Every one that lappeth of the water with his tongue as a dog lappeth, he shall thou set, thou set by himself. Likewise, every one that bows down, boweth down upon his knees to drink. And the number that lappeth put their hand to their mouth were 300 men, and but all the rest of them people bowed down um, down upon their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto um, Gideon, By the three hundred men that lappeth will I save you, and deliver the many nights into thy hand, and let all the, all the other people go, every man unto this place. So the people took victuals in their hands and their trumpets, and he sent all the rest of Israel Every um, Israel, every man unto his tent, and retained those three hundred men, and the host of Midian was beneath him in the valley. And it came to pass the same night. Say the same night. The same night the Lord said unto him, Arise, go thee down into the host, for I have delivered it. Until thy hand. I have delivered it until thou hand. How many know that God has delivered it into your hand? I have delivered it into your hand. If I was to use for a subject this morning, if you bear with me for a little while, is simply this courage to move forward. Courage to move forward. We are in a day and time now where so many things are going on. We have rumor of war on one side. We have war on one side. We have we are fighting in the Ukraine. We have the thing going over in the Middle East. Amen. Now we got bombs being dropped on Yemen, and we, and we have almost almost 
civil war going on inside our own country. We're inside of a political year. We see that higher ed seems to be falling down by um, from inside, amen, and we, which is some of the biggest and strongest institutions in our country to help educate our children and each other to do the things that we do and advances in technology and medicine and science and all this kind of stuff. These institutions that have been along for a while, now we start to see them to crumble from within. We almost on the verge of seeing like sometimes a civil war. I see group against group, amen. I was looking even in my own fraternity this week as we had our vote, amen. Our vote who we wanted to be our next president was almost split exactly down the middle. I've never seen something so close in my life. Amen. And I just think about it and I think about the dichotomy and all these things that we're going through. And, and God is saying that what is we're in a place that is scary for many. It's scary for you. You know, many of us find ourselves in a place that, Lord, I don't understand this because if I do this, then it seems like this is going on. And if I do that, Lord, it seems like that is going on. But yet I hear you and you're speaking your word through your prophets and your pastors that this is the time to invest. This is the time to move forward. We know the best time to invest and do forward, even if you look at it from a logical point of view, is in the middle of chaos, amen. When you're not sure things are going to go, you're not sure how things are going to work out, you're not sure how this is going to turn out for you, you don't know if this is going to work out in your favor or not, amen. And this is why I believe the Bible tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please God, amen. Because what faith that we know is the substance of things hoped for, yet the evidence of things unseen. We see that job is changing over job, amen. This one has this job today, amen didn't have his job tomorrow. This one's been let go and this has been changed. And now this one's interim and this is that. And I see it happening all over our country. Amen. And we see that people are, are using people and abusing people just like they did, if not even more than they've ever done before. And we find ourselves in a place of some of us as believers sitting back saying, Lord, when are you going to wrap this thing up, oh God? When are you calling me home, oh God? But you're here also to remind me that you and I are here to be a witness and to be a light, that we are here to be a witness and a light to everything that's going on, amen, that why the world seems like it's going down, the people of God are steady coming up. Why? Because I understand that I'm not my own. I understand that I didn't make myself. I understand that I walk by faith and not by sight, that God is continually to build my faith in each and everything that I do. Amen. It doesn't mean that I don't get scary. And when we look here in the story we read this morning of Gideon, Gideon here was a warrior and he had all these men and, and God wanted to make sure that Gideon and his people knew that, that this war was not going to be won by their hand, but it needed to be won by him. How many know that God sometimes will put you in a situation where you seem handicapped? cap. He'll put you in a situation where it seems like you're short of something. He put you in a situation where you seem like you got you got two fish, but you don't have the five loaves of bread. And then you have the five loaves of bread and then you don't have the two fish. Then you have one thing without the other. That you have the bricks, amen. That you have the clay, but you don't have the straw. Oh, come on, somebody. That it seems like it's always a dollar short on something. That you're always missing something. And I'm here to tell you today that you are in prime, prime territory for God to do something tremendous in your life. Because what you find that you lack, yes, you probably do like it. Yes, you do need it, but I'm here to tell you that he is a provider. He is Jehovah Jireh, that he is my provider. 
So that thing that I like, that thing that I need, that thing that I need to get me over the top and take me to the next level. He wants to remind you that he is your God, that he brings you peace, amen, that he gives you strength, that he takes you to the next level, that that strength and that peace that you're seeking for, you ain't going to find necessarily on the couch of a therapist, amen. And I encourage therapy, amen. But through that therapy process, what you're going to find at all at the end, like Dorothy said, there was no place like home. And I had the power within me, amen. If you remember, I know I'm dating myself, Amen. With the Wizard of Oz, that all these things that Dorothy was going through, that Dorothy just wanted to get back home. Amen. I know some of you, Lord, I just want a little peace in my life. Lord, I just want to see my children say, though, God, I just want to get to the next level, Lord, in you. And what you didn't realize that the power of God that's inside of you has always been inside of you. And all you had to do was tap and activate that which He's put inside of you. That that Holy Ghost, He says, stir up the gift that's in you. Amen. And if you will stir up the gift that's within you, you will find that all the power and all the anointing and all the strength you need has always relied inside of you, amen. And all you had to do was exercise that which he's given you. And how do you exercise that which he's given you? He put you in situations that cause you to be stressed. He put you in situations that cause you to stretch your faith. He put you in situations where you doesn't look good and you say, God, I hear you say go forward, oh God, but this looks terrible, oh God. I don't know how this is going to work out. But Lord, all I'm going to do, Lord, I'm going to grow where I'm planning. Oh, come on, somebody. As many of you know that I work in the state, the great state of Alabama, as they say, amen. And on this week, we saw that our football coach and football down here in Alabama is a big deal, amen. If you know anybody, I get it now that I'm here, amen. And what you find is that even in all this stuff that, you know, the, the football coach quit. And, and so there was all these rumors about who would be the next coach and how they would pick this person here and they would pick this person there. And what they end up doing, amen, at the end of the day, we saw that they picked somebody who was completely not even on anybody else's radar. There was a man who was over here that he was working on himself, amen. There was a man who was playing Division three football, amen. There was a man who was over here working, just being a winner wherever he was. There was a man that was over here growing wherever he was. There was a man who was mounting his, his comeback, amen, that was mounting his teams, amen. He was just winning battle after battle, amen. He was winning football game after football game, amassing a record over 100 some games and maybe 25 to 20 some losses or something. And all of a sudden, that the most powerful football program in the country, the most storied program in the country, the one of college football that everybody wants, the key job that he goes and finds a man that's a nobody. Oh, I'm not saying that he's a nobody, but in the football world, they didn't even have him on the map. No matter of fact, nobody even knew who he was until this year, until his team were just playing on Monday night. And even in defeat, he won. Mm. Yeah, his team lost the game to Michigan, amen. Michigan beat them, amen. But well, even in defeat now... He won. Because now what? He got seen on a national stage. And, and there was some individuals who were looking back and saying, mm, I wonder if he did that over there. And, and he did that over there. And he did that over there. What if he got the opportunity to do this? I'm here to tell you that there's someone that's somebody that's there that's judging saying that these people that lost their mind. Why they go get this guy? This guy's not proving himself in this. And he's not proving himself in that. And he's not done this. And he's not done that. But what it, but, but what he has done, is, amen, is more than enough by those those who are judging. How many know the Bible says it like this, that God, that the man, man looks at the outward appearance, but God judges the heart. 
Mm, come on, somebody. I'm here to tell you today that you're in position not because you look good, not because you're the smartest, not because you're the best, amen, but God knows your heart, and he knows if he tells you to do something that you're going to follow through, whether you have the courage to go forward or not, amen. I found myself in some situations in this last week, amen, that I knew what was the right thing to do, and they was requiring me to have some courage, amen, because I know this going forward is going to hurt some feeling. I know that some people are going to be emotionally attached to what I'm going to say. I know that there's some who are not going to agree with me. I know that some are feeling, but Lord, when we got to go forward, See, when, when, when you God is pushing you and it's time to go forward, sometimes you can't be listening to them, Peter. Because what Peter did is when he was listening to them, as he got out of the boat, he was starting to walk, amen. And long as he had his eyes on Jesus, he was going where he needed to go. long as he was focused on him, he was going how fast he needed to go. He didn't care how fast he was going because he didn't need to because he's focused on Jesus. He see what the end goal is going to be. But as soon as he took his attention off, as soon as he started to listen to the others, as soon as he started to say, you might need to slow down. I I wouldn't do that if I were you. I wouldn't walk that fast if I were you. I wouldn't say that if I were you. I wouldn't dress this way if I were you. As soon as he started to hear that, then he found himself sinking. Why? Because now he started to take all his focus off of God. He started to take his focus away. And see, what God is trying to get the children of Israel here to understand with Gideon is that if you're going to win it, you're going to win it because I want you to win it. You're going to win it because I'm going to give you the might. You're going to win it because I'm going to give you the strength. And I need you to know that it was I that delivered you, not you yourself. It wasn't your ability. It wasn't your intellect, but it was by my hand. I can take little and make it much, but you got to invest it. All y'all with me on this one, and I'm talking to myself, amen. So he said, well, you got to take this little and make it much. So then what does he tell? He tells Gideon them to go down. They said, Gideon, you still got too many people with you. So ask those who are scared to go back home. And a number of them, yep, I'm scared. I'm going back home. I didn't want to be be out here anyway. I was just here for the comments, as they say. So then he goes on and he said, Gideon, you still got too many. He said, go down to the river and those that lap like dogs, we're going to get rid of them. Amen. Why is that? Because he wants those who pay attention to detail. God uses those who pay attention to detail. The little things matter. For the Bible tells us what? It's the little foxes that destroy the vine. The little things matter. The time that you spend, the energy that you spend, amen, that it does matter. I know someone said, well, this is insignificant. This is just this. No, everything matters. Everything is significant. And therefore, you got to make decisions and move forward just like everybody's watching every single time. I know it's hard to do it. I know it seems unfair. But when God has put this call on you, when he's asked you to walk this way and you talk this way, you understand that you move a little differently. Amen. What got you here is not going to necessarily take you there. <laughs> what got you here is not necessarily going to take you there because now what there's a new level, a new realm. Now you finally broke into this new level. Now you finally broke into this new realm. And now what God knows your heart. Amen. He's putting in you what he wants you to know. He's putting in you what he wants you to, how he wants you to move and how he wants you to walk. And he's giving you the courage to move forward. So now we find that Gideon, what is Gideon doing? Now he takes those men that pay attention to detail because the detail, because what those who pay attention to detail, they usually follow instructions very well. Mm, come on, somebody. Those who pay attention to detail typically follow instructions very well. Why? Because they are reading 
every piece of the instruction. So where do we have? We have our instruction manual right here. Yes, I still carry a paper Bible in these 66 books. And that's our instruction manual. He tells exactly what to do. And he said, if you do it the way I tell you to do it, then you'll come out all right. If you trust me, you'll come out all right. If you move the way I tell you to move, you'll come out all right. If you go how I tell you to go, if you watch, watch this, if you watch my timing, whoo, timing is so important. Timing is critical. We know that timing is everything. If you watch the timing of it, you'll be successful. So watch this. He gives them a time. So now he takes those 300 and what the Bible said, they pick up victuals. What are victuals? Victuals are jars. In the military, they call Marines jarheads. Now, why do they call them jarheads? Because, you know, the, the saying goes, they call them jarheads because they, they're empty. They're empty heads. They just do whatever they're told to do. Well, I'm here to tell you today, brothers and sisters, God wants us to be a jarhead for him. Just do what I ask you to do. I don't need you asking any questions. I don't need you trying to think it. I don't need you trying to figure it out. I know it don't make sense to you, but I am the great general. I'm the great shepherd, and I'm not going to allow my sheep to fall off. Y'all not know that sheep in itself, the sheep are stupid. Yeah, I know. I know my wife will give me props for using that word later, but they are. And this is why they need a shepherd, because I just need the shepherd. I heard another preacher say it like this, and I can't remember who it was. He said, you just need the sheep focused on eating the grass. I don't need them worried about falling off the cliff. I don't need them worried about what they're going to drink. All I need you to do is, look, stupid, just follow me. And as long as you follow me, you're going to stay alive. And as long as you follow me, I'm going to take care of you. And long, But here it is. This is when, when that sheep, they keep knowing a little bit more. When you got Like I said, remember I preached this one sermon one time and said, um, sheep in a jeep, um, a geep. See, a geep is what? A cross between a sheep and a goat. See, that goat itself is stubborn. Mm -hmm. And some of you got that goat attitude. You know what I'm saying? You really ain't a sheep. You're a geep. You're a little bit of sheep, but you're a lot more goat. Oh, that's another whole preach right there. Amen. And and so you're, now you're stubborn. You want to do it your way. And now what? When you do it your way, you, you wander beyond the measure of protection. When we talk about that being behind the hedge, Oh, yeah, I know. I live behind a hedge. Absolutely, I do. I'm grateful. I gladly take my hedge. I do. Because my hedge means that he is honored and, and, and obligated to protect me because I'm behind the hedge. Hallelujah. How many of you know you live behind a hedge? I know I do. I sure do. And I'm grateful. Lord, please don't ever move that hedge from around me. So now what? We get back to Gideon. Gideon, we're talking about the courage to move forward. So now he's telling Gideon to move forward with a bunch of jarheads. <laughs> a jarhead and what? And their trumpets. Meaning that what? They will make a sound. Trumpets sound. And watch this. What does God do? God tells them timing. He tells them, look, get up. They're ready. They are in position. Watch this. It's going to be critically important as you move forward and have the courage to move forward that you pay attention to God's divine timing. There's a time and a season for everything. God's timing is important. I'm learning more and more every day how important the timing is. You've been doing the right thing at the right place with the right people at the wrong time and But the timing of a thing. Are y'all with me? The timing. 
So where we find ourselves here. So now what? He tells them to get up and take their victuals or their jars and their trumpet. So not only do I want you to just do what I ask you to do. Don't be thinking about it. But I also want you to be, what, make a sound when I tell you to make it. So the Bible, if you goes on and you read the rest of the story, and I didn't read the rest of it, and I want you to go through it and read it yourself. Um, you see it there on the screen. Then they go down and what? To the valley. What about the valley? The valley is the low place. Valley is the low place. Some of us are worried about saying, Lord, I, I, I find myself in a low place. It's in the low place that he uses you. It's in the low place that I said, Lord, I can't figure it out. But it's in that low place. And what does he tell them to do? He tells them in the low place to break the jars. The jars to me are representative of not only the emptiness of those who follow him, because he's telling him to follow him. Because you don't, when you follow in Christ, you don't need to have your own agenda. Mm -mm, it's not going to work. You need to know that I am who I am. I didn't want to be a preacher. I am who I am. I didn't choose the family I chose. I got in. I didn't choose to be a male. I didn't choose to be black. And I didn't choose to be this handsome. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. But do you see what I'm saying? You didn't make these choices. They were made for you. So now I've understand that my life is much better when I just started to what? Walk in there. And the talking that, and the moving that, and what I find that life is not without its trials and its tribulations and its things, but it moves and it navigates, and I flow a little better, and I slide on through these things, and I see God's hand of protection and how He's moved me, and how He's done this, and how He's done that, and how He's made me. But not that I'm necessarily my own man, but I'm God's man, and I've been bought with His price, and that price was what His life that was shared on Calvary. So now they're what? They're in the valley. And in the valley, they break the jars. What breaks the jar? The jar is also, I believe, a representation of the, limit is on, the limits on your mind. So if the jar represents the jar head, you know, in the military, like I said, the Marine, they call him the jar head. The meaning that way, he's empty. Just do whatever I ask you to do. Just go, 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 go. God can take you to a place that now he breaks that. And shows you the endless possibilities. Why? Because I was willing to trust him. I had the courage to move forward when I didn't know what the end was going to be. I had the courage to move forward when I didn't know how this was going to work out. I had the courage to move forward when everything about me says, Lord, I've lost it all. Lord, my mind is gone. Lord, I feel like I'm about to be depressed. I'm losing my mind and this and that. And I find all kinds of things. See, the pressure is great everywhere. I had a colleague... Not at my particular school this week, but she still nonetheless colleague took her own life. Working at the college, took her own life. Now, who knows how many kids did that affect She was in a significant position, you know, and, and had a lot of influence, a lot of kids, a lot of people cared about her. Amen. I care about her as a colleague, absolutely. I, don't remember, I think I met her one time. But do you see what I'm saying? So people are carrying this. And the Bible tells us to cast our cares for he cares for us. So I'm to what? Cast my cares and say, Lord, 
I know what I'm carrying is not mine. So therefore, I don't care. And then he takes you in that valley. And when he does it in that valley, he blows your mind. He cracks that glass. And now that that glass is cracked, watch this. It's the timing of it. They're there early in the morning. It's also uh, the sound. The location. Remember, they are in the valley. I don't know if you've ever been in the valley. The valley was what? Between like two mountains. So therefore, sound is a sound wave. It travels. And when it travels, it goes everywhere because it's trying to get out of the arena. It's trying to get out of the space. Okay? And as sound starts to travel and get out of the space, it bounces from one to one. Because what all sound wants to do is get out. Oh, whoo, come on, somebody. All he wants to do is get out out mm -hmm. and as the sound gets out it does this tremendous thing that we label echo echo which means that it's what a repetition and a repeating of that same voice and as it continues to be repeated it seems to have what magnified itself so even if it was one it sounded like seven thousand of them <laughs> what I'm telling you today, yes, brothers and sisters, you are in the valley and you are one voice. But when God get through with you, you'll sound like 10,000 voices. My wife and I was talking on yesterday as that verse said that one would put a thousand in flight, but two would put 10,000 in flight. So therefore, brothers and sisters, it's important that we work together. So you imagine now that, that battle, the battle said, wait, it was 300. And that 300 probably sounded like 300,000 in that valley when they all broke that jar. Watch this. In unison, they were together. See, the Bible tells us that a three-fold core is not easily broken. Why? Because it works together. So the tension that would have been on one strain of that core is now spread evenly across all three chords. They are what? They are pulling on this together. This is why I need you, and I love that song by Hezekiah Walker, that I need you to survive. You are my brother. You my sister. You are important to me. I can't survive this by myself. You can't survive this by yourself. You know, I was just grateful that God had me in a place yesterday, and I never thought, never even had a, I'm telling you, and I'll disclose later, but God will blow your mind. But he had me in the right place at the right time. And I was able to be there for somebody. Amen. Because we need each other to survive. And just like he needed me, I needed somebody else to come help me. Because in my need of helping him, I put myself out. <laughs> but watch this. But then God provided help for me. So y'all see how this thing works. We all need each other. And he designed it that way. So while they're down here and they're, and they're busting those um, glass jars, watch this. Then he tells them to make a sound on the trumpet. What's that sound? Once I break that glass of the limitless of my, the, the, the unlimitedness of my mind, what God can do for me, watch this. Then he asks me to say something because now I have their attention. See, I, last year when God opened up a door and he moved me a couple of times, what it did for me, you all, it broke the jar of my mind. Because I found myself in a place of just wondering. And I said, Lord, I've been falling in all this time. 
Lord, I've been following you. Lord, you've been faithful. You've kept me. You made sure my family was in, in harm's way, Lord. You loved on us. You blessed us, oh God. But Lord, I'm in a place that I feel like I'm just the walls are closing in on me mentally. That I'm the walls are closing in on me financially. The walls are closing in on me, Lord Jesus. Um spiritually in this church. Lord, what is it that you have me to do? And then he puts me in a place and said, I need you to have the courage to move. See, the courage to move simply means this. Number one, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be downright difficult. Difficulty. See, some of us expecting what God to give us, what God gave us so it should be easy. Wrong. God gave them. He said, well, I delivered the battle in your hand, but what did they have to do? They had to go get it. Woo! Did you see that? He delivered the battle in their hand, but he said, you got to go get it. And he told them how to go get it. <laughs> he said, go be the, get these vitriols. Go get your trumpet. Don't take the 300 which you're getting because I don't want them to think that they did it. Because I got to remember that I'm God. I can do whatever I want to do. I can use one if I want to. And I want you to go down there. And when you're down there, I want you to break these jars because I want you to break the limits off their mind. Because they limit themselves to thinking that they only can be here and they only can be there and they can even do this and they only can do that. No, no, no. I want you to break the mind, the limits off your mind, Peter, that you can have church in two places, amen, and I can use you over here and use you over there, amen, and we can be starting Safe House Church of the West. Oh, come on, somebody. Safe House Church South. Oh, come on, somebody. Y'all ain't with me. Vision. He said, without the vision, the people perish. So why are you limiting me? Why are you limiting me, Sherelle? Why are you limiting me, Alex? Because there's so much more once you break that jar off your mind. Because it's the mind. This is a, Yes, it's taking you here, but it's not going to get you there. Because there's going to require the courage to move forward in faith. So watch this. So now what? They're there. And once he breaks that, see that breaking of that jaw was also what a signal to everybody else around them that I am coming. As Deion Sanders said, we coming. And in fact, not only am I coming, watch this. Here's a sound that's going to be released to let you know. See, before much before you see a lion, you sometimes you hear him roar. And what is he doing? He's setting the president. So what happened is, watch this. One of the things, I love boxing. Y'all know I love that sweet science. One, two, bang, 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 right? Don't hit me, though. <laughs> but here, watch this. And I remember one of my favorite boxers of all time. There's no question about it. Oh, I love some Mike Tyson. I know people like Muhammad Ali and all this. Mike Tyson, my guy. Yeah, Mike guy. Mike is my guy. He's. I think he's a very complex individual. And I would love to have a, a conversation with him. That would just be interesting. Now watch this. But the thing about Mike, not only did he was he skilled and he was disciplined and he did all these things when he was in his heyday, but more than that, most of his opponents were scared of him before he got there because he, he presented himself in such a form of excellence and as he called supreme confidence. And he was so confident that, they got, that his confidence overwhelmed his opponents before they even got in the ring. So if you go back and you get on now YouTube and find some of them old fights, you can see many of them guys he was fighting were already scared. You could see them nervous before they even threw the first punch. They might hit them one or two times, and they felt that blow. Watch this. They felt the power to go along with the intimidation, and now they understand why I was intimidated because the power does exist. <laughs> ah, it was a wrap. Now they really in fear. So, yeah, I'm about to get knocked out, and most of the time, that's what happened. Quickly. So here's the thing. We can't be all bark with no bite. 
you can't be all bark with no bite. Yeah, so we barking and we saying this and we that. But I know when the time comes, you better have some bite to it. And this is why God tells us, you know what? Study to show yourself approved. A workman. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're doing. So this is why we're praying and, and then we're fasting and we're moving forward. Why? Because we want to be ready. We want to go forward. We want to be used. And then watch this. The Bible says, then they go in. And they blow the horn. And watch this. Watch this. Now, here's the interesting thing. Here's the interesting thing. So they run forward. So when they run forward, what is this? They run forward in risk. Courage means that I, courage doesn't mean that you're not scared. What courage simply means is that I did it even though I was scared. Mm. That I moved forward even though I was scared. I was scared out of my wits end. I wasn't sure how this thing was going to work out. I don't know if this investment is going to work out. I don't know if leaving this situation is going to work out. But what? I do it anyway. Because, Lord, I trust you. You say the steps of a good man are ordered. So I'm just one of those ones that believe that if I'm walking in faith and if I'm in God's will and I take a step forward and I misstep, I just believe that God can take that misstep and make it the right step. That's just me. That's my faith. I can't speak for you. So even if this was a misstep, it was a right step. <laughs> even in my misstep, it's a right step. Because what? All still at the Bible said, all good man steps are what? Ordered. So even when I think I'm misstepping, I may be stepping exactly where God would have me to step. But what? He's waiting on me. We're talking about this, the, the power and the courage to move forward on today. So now Gideon and the army, what do they do? They're moving forward. Watch this. And as they move forward, here's the other piece of this. They move into what we call the unknown. They don't know what they might encounter. All they know is they fall into orders. Right? All they know is they fall into orders that Gideon is giving them. Gideon said, hey, we need to move forward. Mm -hmm. that we're going to go forward. We're in this valley. We have cracked these glasses, and we're going to go forward. And as they move forward, he's cracked those glasses, and they're moving forward. Watch this. What's, what's starting to happen? Let me see if I can read a little bit more of it for you. I didn't want to read it all the way down. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He says, let me get to it. Let me get to it. Because this is good. This is good. This is good stuff. I hope y'all are getting it this morning. Mm. Watch this. And... I need y'all to see this. Let me find it. Let me find it. Uh, oh, hold on. Hold on. I can't find it right here. Oh, yes. Oh, here it is. Watch this. <laughs> Let me read it to you, and then I'm going to be done. Judges 7 and 19, it says, So Gideon and the hundred men that were with him came into, because what they did is they, after that, they divided into little camps of a hundred. They went even smaller. It's the small things, I keep telling you. The things that you continue to do every day. That's what I'm telling you. Keep praying. Keep meditating. Watch your eating. Get some exercise. Keep doing this. Small things. 100 days, let's reevaluate yourself. I don't know about you all, but I've been doing, you know, a little bit here, here, and there. I lost 10 pounds. 
Mm-hmm. I am grateful. But it's the small things. Has it been easy? No. No, no, no. But what? I'm staying consistent because I'm invested deeply in my health in this year. I'm invested deeply in my finance. I'm invested deeply in my spirituality with God and listening to him and going to the next level, which requires me to do the work. He said that it's mine, but I got to do the work. So he said, Gideon and the hundred men that were in um, that were with him came into the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch. And they had the but newly set the watch and blew the trumpets and break the pitchers that were in their hands. Mm-hmm. Now, verse 20 it says, and the three companies blew their trumpets and break the pitchers and they held their lamps in their left hands uh-huh, and the trumpets in their right hand. The right hand is what? The hand of power. Authority. He says this, to blow, withdraw, and they cried, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And then verse 21, it says, and they stood, every man in his place, round about the camp. All the hosts ran and cried and fled. Those guys quit. <laughs> Woo, did y'all catch that? Those guys quit. They ran. Do you not know they're more scared of you than you are of them? And when you decide that you're going to come together and you're going to walk and you're going to talk and you're going to go and you're going to do what God has called you to do, it's nothing that they can do. They don't, they don't get it. No, they don't win until you quit. They don't win until you quit. And here's the thing. I know it seems like they're winning right now. And it's probably they are. But I'm here to encourage you today. Keep moving forward. That this battle is not over. But the battle belongs to the Lord. And you and I are playing a significant part in this work. So keep believing. Keep fasting. Keep praying. Keep going forward. Keep listening to his voice. And move how he tell you to move. Make sure that you're moving with intentionality. I'm learning that everything I do now is intentional. Mm -hmm. That everything I do now is purpose. I mean, there was a time in my life I just kind of moved, whatever, kind of loopsy, loopsy, I guess. And God was good. But now you and I are the time that he's calling us that. No, no. We in a battle, y'all. So therefore, what I do have to be time, choreographed, intentional. Moving in that space, saying what I'm saying. Not that I'm being manipulative. No, no, no. Because God doesn't work in manipulation. That's witchcraft. Trying to get people to do what you don't know. All I do is I move according to how God's told me to move. And watch this. And I see how their ways bend to what I'm doing versus me bending to what they're doing. This is why we got to be careful, brothers and sisters. So the courage to move forward on today is difficult. It requires some risk. And you're going to go into the unknown. But I'm here to tell you today, though, the rewards of it. Why? But they went for 300 men, went down there, thousands of men killed themselves in confusion. Right? Killed themselves in confusion. They didn't know what to do. Killed themselves. And when you get in the place, I'm here to tell you today, when God establishes you, you've earned your spot, you've done what you're supposed to do, and now God has kicked down that door, 
they don't know what to do. They find themselves running for new jobs and new situations and new things. Say, I got to get out of here. Why? Because that anointing, when the anointing shows up, when the real deal shows up, when the fire power of the Holy Ghost shows up, it burns up everything. When the power of God shows up in the thing, it burns stuff up. And this is why you and I must walk in the power of God's grace and his mercy and his power. Because it's that power, it's that anointing, that power of the Holy Ghost that burns the stuff up. And it burns it up not only in them, but it burns it most importantly in you. Courage to move forward. I encourage you to move forward. God bless you all. I love you all. I hope that you found this message to be a timely word. A word that hits you right where you are. A word that sends you and makes you think about some things. A word that you go back and you'll look at. And listen to time and time again and say, okay, God, where am I missing the mark? Lord, what would you have me to do? How would you have me to move? How would you have me to walk? Lord, what is your timing in this? How would you have me to go forward, Lord? These are the questions. In that time of quiet, still meditation, and you're just laying down with yourself and meditating and lost in thought, Lord, what would you have me to say? Lord, what? Invention, would you have me to move forward in? What? These things come. The Bible said this power comes by fasting and praying. Fasting to you and pray with me today. And release your mind and know that what it's going to be difficult. It is. Moving forward is difficult. Why? Because you're moving by faith. And faith has never been an easy thing. Why? Because we have this thing. In us, this human flesh that wants to take care of stuff ourselves. We do. Thank you, Adam and Eve, for that. But his job was he always wanted to take care of us. So we always born against the flesh to get back to that state that we want to be taken care of by him. That's it. That's what we fight for. So I wrestle not against flesh and blood. But principalities and spiritual wickedness were in high places. But he said, the high places, I will bring them down. Keep going. And you keep going. You keep pushing. You keep moving. You keep praying. Can't quit. Yeah, there's risk involved. But he said, his hand is not short where he can't save. He'll save you. So, Lord, I was doing this, I thought in your name, Lord, and I messed it up. I got you, baby. But this is where I want you to go, so you, because you're learning my voice. It's just like that demonstration I showed you on last week. It's that baby who's taking those first steps for the first time. They fall a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they move too fast, and they lose their balance. Mm -hmm. But what do we do? We go over there, and we pick them up. We love them. We kiss on them. We dust them off, and we say, come on again, baby. Come on, try it again. Try it again. Because we know at some point, they'll get it if they don't quit. God bless you all. I love you all. This has been a, a blessing to you on this morning. Ask that you sow into this time and this spirit. Timing is essential. Amen. And right now, I believe that this is a time of sowing, amen, and, and, and to this environment that God has put us in right now. That this space that he's put us in right now. So those 
um, here. We go to Safe House um, Church. And the way we do our offer here at the Safe House Church is we simply are um, a Bible-believing church, amen, that God has just blessed us, amen. You can see that we have the QR code there, the Safe House Church, GSO.com. You can go in there and put in credit card order, whatever the case may be there. Or you can do the um, offering at Safe House Church, GSO. That's for Zale. That's offering at Safe House Church, GSO.com for Zale. Or you can do the uh, cash app. That's dollar sign, Safe House Church, GSO. Again, that's dollar sign, Safe House Church, GSO. Or you can write a check or money order to Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina, 27358. Again, that's Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, um, Summerfield, North Carolina, 27358. Amen. And we're just so grateful for all of them who God has touched to put um, to be a blessing to us here. Amen. Tremendous week ahead of you. I want you to walk forward in courage. Be encouraged. Meaning that what? Do it scared. I know you're scared. I know it's difficult. I know there are risks. And there are many unknowns. But you don't want to be at the end of your life and ask yourself, what if? I came to that point about a year or so ago to say, what if I don't? What if I do? When I sit here and I lay my eyes and it's time for me to go home and my work is done, I want to be able to say, I did everything that God called me to do. I don't want to get to heaven and God said, yes, you had a tremendous run. Well, good done, now good and faithful servant, amen. But here are all the other things you could have done, Peter. And I'll be like, no. No, be grateful to be there, amen. But I want to maximize my life. And I'm encouraging you to maximize your God bless you all. Love you all. Hey, have a tremendous rest of the weekend. Please stay warm. Um, help somebody else. Be a willing vessel and know that God is not forgotten this way. If he said that he's going to do it, it will come to pass. So God bless you all. I love you all. Remember, Bible class this week, we started in Exodus. Amen. Exodus. And we look forward, going forward in that space, in the book of Exodus as we move forward. Amen. So God bless you all. I love you all. And remember prayer. We'll be at here at 6 a.m. That's Eastern Standard Time, 6 a.m. Praying um, on tomorrow and praying for our babies and our loved ones. Amen. And God just continue to help us to go forward in the space. And then, you know, your meditation time is on your own. God bless you all. I love you all. You all continue to pray for me as I pray for you. Take care. Love you.